Geek Vibes Live is rated G for Geek. Time. Um, I'll be moderating uh, the roundtable. Please keep yourself on mute uh, until I call your name. So let's go ahead and start with Tia. Yes, sorry about that. Hi, I'm Tia from Geek Vibes Nation. So amazing to speak with you. Your character is just so utterly awesome in Utopia. Kind of almost say the viewer finding out things as you go along as opposed to other characters who find out the truth much sooner. Um, Did you yourself know all of the little twists and turns when you first got the role or were these reveals kind of brought up as the filming process went? Smile. (laughs) I don't have any makeup Um, on. That's not fair. What was the question? Sorry, were you asking a question or are you just complimenting me? Uh, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. <laughs> what was the, what wonderful, was the wonderful again? beard today uh, during quarantine. But no, the question was, did you know all of the reveals that were happening throughout the show? Or were you kind, did you kind of find that out as you were filming? Like, uh, particularly with uh, your character's wife finding out the truth about her. Yeah, so uh, I did know all the reveals as we were filming. I had read the first seven scripts by the time we started um, and was in conversation with them about what was going to be happening with the finale. So um, uh, that was uh, really exciting. And I think it's important for an actor to know because it helps you sculpt what you're doing. You know, For instance, if you find out a character has been playing you the whole time, it's better than to know that so that you can be really innocent of that character in your interactions. If you don't know that, you might be a little skeptical of the character and give something away you don't want to. So it helps you sculpt your performance. But um, it sure is a wild ride that uh, Dr. Michael Stearns gets to go on from kind of zero to hero and uh, a lot of texture and nuance along the way. It certainly is. Thank you so much for that. Denise? Hi, Rain. Denise Salcedo from Instinct Culture. So you've done you've done so many different projects. How was it working on Utopia that stood out from some of the other work that you've done? Well, um, I was really thrilled to read these scripts. I thought Gillian Flynn did an amazing job. Uh, they were exciting. They were funny. They were strange, imaginative. It's not like anything I've ever seen before. And I guess that's really what it's like. I've just never done something like this before. I've never played a scientist before. I've never played someone who goes from being such a small potatoes, little loser to being on the international stage and almost infamous uh, over the course of his journey. And uh, uh, I've never been a part of like this kind of like giant ensemble before a big budget kind of ensemble show like this. Um, So uh, I just had a blast. Awesome. Thank you. Eric? Hi, Rain. Uh, Eric Francisco with Inverse.com. Good to talk with you. Uh, Rain, your character in Utopia kind of fits the archetype of this Reddit conspiracy theorist after everything happens. In Becoming Michael Stearns, what observations do you have towards people who have these fringe beliefs and, and, and 
phrase another way what leaps out what leaps out to you about a person who's has the suspicion that blows up into a full-blown belief yeah well uh, this is a a really fun thing for the show to explore the conspiracy theories uh which are so relevant to today's political landscape um you know unfortunately conspiracy theories can be kind of funny and you laugh at them and stuff like that and then a guy brings a, a an assault rifle to a pizza parlor looking for slave enslaved children. And uh, I'm afraid we're going to see more and more of that as these conspiracy theories get more and more real. And in all seriousness, I just read this morning that one quarter of young people believe that the Holocaust was some kind of either hoax or greatly over-exaggerated. And that's terrifying. That's terrifying. So a lot of what's going on in the conspiracy world is not kind of cute and fun and funny. It's really, it's pretty, it's pretty scary. You know, lives are threatened and not on any proof whatsoever, just hearsay and, you know, those gong, gong, gong strains of music on YouTube videos that are mysteriously narrated uh, to make you think that Stanley Kubrick blew up the world trade center. Um, So uh, I'm not a, uh, Uh, But I do think that the reason that they spring up is because everything is falling apart and it just feels like there's something behind what's going on. There has to be like everything we were promised is not coming true. So people are scared and they don't know where to turn. Thank you. Dana. Hello, Dana Abercrombie from the coalition. What has playing Michael given to you as an actor? Um, you know, uh, every character I play is really special. Like I care about them a lot. Uh, you know, I love them. And, uh, I think that, uh, he's had mental health issues. Um, he's been ignored and disregarded. Um, you know, he has this marriage that has been his salvation. And then he goes on this incredible odyssey. So I just loved stepping into his shoes, loved going down that, going down that path. Um, yeah, so, um, it was, it was a joy to play. I hadn't played a character like this in a world like this before. Kristen. Hi, I'm Kristen from the fan club. Um, you know, I think in the show to me, your character really stood out as sort of this every man sort of, as we've mentioned, sort of like the viewer perspective. Um, how do you see, uh, Dr. Mike and, and how would you describe your character? Like, do you, do you feel that he is sort of that person that we're following and getting those reveals along with him? Yeah, so Dr. Michael Stearns is, um, I've said some of this before, but uh, he's a basement-dwelling scientist who's unrespected and uh, ignored. And then he happens to have uh, be a specialist in a, in a virus that is, seems to be causing a pandemic and he's thrust into a, a, a huge spotlight. So um, he's trying to do the right thing. He has tremendous integrity. Um, maybe he's a villain. A villain. Maybe he's an unwitting villain. Maybe he's a hero. We don't really know. So many characters in the show, heroes seem to kill people and villains seem to save other people's lives. We, things are kind of really turned upside down over the course of the show. So... Um, I just play him as truthfully as I can. 
Thank you. Uh, Tia? Hi, Rain. Um, <clears throat> my question is, was there any particular scene throughout the season that you felt was challenging to film um whether it be on a moral level emotional level or even just a physical level yeah so there was a scene where i'm tortured i don't want to do any spoilers but i've never been tortured before other than by the occasional prank by jim on the office and uh so it wasn't challenging to play but it was a hell of a lot of fun because i'd never been tortured before so you know screaming and pain and writhing and making it believable um uh is 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 was super fun uh happy to do that thank you <laughs> uh dan mentioned that his favorite scene was actually looking down your trousers so i wanted to address that and see what your perspective and experience was like on your end during that scene well, I've had a lot of men look down my trousers over the years and um, just happy to have one more. He's a very handsome young man. And um, uh, although not as young as he looks, uh, that he tries to keep that a secret. Uh, now, that was that was a lot of fun uh, to be have a, be cavity searched by someone. That was an, another scene I had never done before in my oeuvre. Nice. Thank you. Eric. Hi. Uh, hi, Rain. Uh, Denise took my question, so I'm going to ask this one. <laughs> um, Michael Stearns is a wildly different character than uh, probably still one of your most popular characters, Dwight. At the same time, they do share a wavelength, most especially, I believe they have a heightened sense of awareness when something is off. Uh, what about Michael Stearns do you think actually resembles Dwight? And in what ways do you think they wildly differ? Um. Yeah, I think there is a doggedness to both Dwight and Michael Stearns. Like they, if they see an injustice or something that they need to figure out, they will not give up. You know, it's like a dog with their bone. Um, they're determined. Uh, determined worker, intense, good worker, hard worker, terrific. Both of them are that. Dana? That was an office reference. None of you got it. <laughs> Thank you. It's hot. Um, when you slip in, when you ah, sorry, when you're slipping into the role of Michael, you have to take away a lot of your different biases that you may have about the character. I was wondering, what was it that you set aside in order to fully become Michael? Um. Well, I'm a lot more confident than Michael is, and I'm a lot more, I think, on the surface, kind of more interesting than he is. So I had to kind of like tamp down my personality to just be a little bit more bland and a little more single-minded in focus. Um, he, I'm more expressive than he is, for instance. But this is what you work on as an actor is like, you know, the first thing I did in my very first acting class I took in high school was the, the teacher was like, write down 10 ways that you're similar to the character and 10 ways you're different than the character. And that's a great place for an actor to start their work. And I still do that to this very day. And lastly, Kristen. Uh, um, I was wondering what you hope people will take away from this project. Um, 
I hope they take away buying more dog food on Amazon because that's why we're making shows. It's just getting people to look at Amazon more and then stay signed up for that prime so that they buy more shoes and laundry detergent. And I don't know. What do people buy on Amazon these days? We get our dog food from there. Although I just bought a flag on Amazon of all things crazy. So, um, no, I hope they, um, you know, this is a show that makes you think. I mean, it has a lot of like echoes and reverberations around con- the contemporary pandemic that we're going through. Um, but uh, it's also one that will entertain you in some really uh, fun and outlandish ways. Thank you. Okay, thank you, everyone. That is all the time that we have. Thank you. Sorry. Okay, it's a cut.